Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Tonight's sermon preached by Jamie Fortner is from John chapter 21, verse 25. We couldn't have sent to Nashville and had any better music than we had tonight, whether it be the choir or the kids singing. They'll be singing. We, uh, that's, that's a way to start a service. Amen. Amen. Just get right in there and start off with praising the Lord. Amen. Too many times we come and we just go through the motions and don't put any praise to it. You don't put much effort to it, right? Stand if you're able to stand and open your Bibles to John chapter 21. That's the end of the book on that end. John chapter 21. I Honestly, I had something else on my heart when I got here. But... Uh, He's redirected my heart and word to read and start it at tonight. I don't know about you, but I sure am glad that Jesus didn't call the angels to set him free. That he didn't quit in the garden, Richie. That he didn't quit at the whipping post. But he went all the way. Amen. John chapter 21. Just really want to read the last verse of that whole chapter, of that whole book, actually. It says, There are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. Amen. Father, we love you. We praise you, Lord. We ask you tonight, Lord, for help, Lord. We're nothing without you, God. But we ask tonight, God, you would just feed us today from your table, Lord. Thank you for the song. We thank you for the testimonies, Lord, the encouraging words. We thank you for the prayers that you have answered for us tonight, God. But Lord, we ask again, feed us from your table, Lord. Use us for thy glory in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated tonight. John says here, he said that there are many other things that Jesus did that if they were written, the world could not contain the books that's a wonderful thought. That's a thought, I'll be honest with you, that is beyond my mind. When, when we have four different accounts of the three and a half year ministry of Jesus, and that's what he's speaking of. If we look and we're supposed to be disciples of Christ, uh, you folks know, I, I, you've heard me say, I'm 57. I'm not ashamed of that. I, 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 you know, in my family, that's a, that's a long age in my family. I just want to say that tonight. Uh, uh, I don't know if some of you saw my post 26 years ago today. I was woken up by a phone call from my dad that my brother had been uh, murdered the night, that night. Uh, and, uh, uh, but when we think about the life that, that we have and the time 
that we have. I wonder, am I doing what Jesus would have me to do? This, uh, again, mentions about that the world itself couldn't contain the books that had they been written. I want to preach on this thought tonight. I'm thankful for the books we do have. Now, I, I, I realize, and again, the statement that I just made about uh, the, the accounts of the gospel that talks about the, really his birth up until, uh, th- let's say, 33 years. But do you know this book contains 66 books Amen. that's about Jesus and what he did? Matter of fact, when John started writing the gospel according to John, he said, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the same was in the beginning. And by Him were all things made that were made, and without Him there was nothing made. So uh, when we uh, think about that today, we, we know and realize that he's the one that he hung the stars and he hung the moon and uh, uh, planted the trees and the grass and the birds and uh, the bees and the flowers and everything else. And, uh, and uh, what amazes me is when God brought all these creatures to Adam, amen, he looked at Adam and said, Adam, what do you think we ought to call them? And man, whatever Adam said it was, God said it sounds good to me. But we have all these things and I I realize sometimes when you start studying the book of of, of Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy and and some of the book of of Exodus, uh, uh, you start studying those, there's nothing really exciting about most of those books. But yet you find the, the hand of God in every page. I don't understand how, how people that go to church and say, well, you know, I, I'm a New Testament Christian. Uh, you folks know I preach a lot more out of the Old Testament than what I do the New the old is a schoolmaster to the new. The old teaches you really what the new is implying or what's going on in the old. You never understand the, the New Testament in its fullness until you study the Old Testament. You'll never understand why Jesus died. Amen. Listen, you'll never understand why he was crucified at the third hour. You'll never understand why he gave up the ghost at the ninth hour. You'll never understand why Judas betrayed him. You'll never understand the price that was paid for him had it not been for all of the books. I'm thankful for this book and what it's meant to my life for the last 47 years and the joy that it's brought. I'll be honest with you. It's not every day I get up that I look forward to going to work. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't feel good all day today. Matter of fact, when I, I, I got on the job that we're on today, the homeowner said, won't you just go back home? 
I said, why? Your house is a mess and there's too much work to be done. And I'll get through it. I'll work through it. But here's what I know. I look forward to when I get up. Amen. Listen, sometimes my wife is still in bed. Sometimes she's just rolled over. And I go in and I sit down and I can open up this book. And it's just me and him. And I begin to realize all the things that Jesus done. And everything that he done. He did well. You know why there's briars, thorns, thistles? Because of Adam. It's not because of Jesus. It's because of Adam and what Adam did there in the garden. By the way, a lot of fellows want to blame it all, all on Eve. All oh, we're in all this mess because of Eve. No, we're not in this mess because of Eve. We're in this mess. The scripture said by one man's disobedience, sin. It doesn't say by one woman, by one man. So that tells me, amen, listen, that it took a man to re- restore or make things right with God that I can have a relationship. And I would not know that without this book. I realize that the scripture teaches us that nature itself speaks of God. We, we picked up little Gabby and went over to Walmart and picked up a few things while Michael and Rebecca went on to the church and then dropped her off at the church and came on. And, and, and she, she gets out the door. And, and the first thing she starts looking for, where's the moon? I said, honey, it's not time for the moon yet. What about the stars? We had her last Saturday, and uh, I don't remember what we were getting. I thought, yeah, we were getting ready to eat Wendy's. Is that right, Rhonda? Or we're getting ready to eat something last weekend. And I said, all right, Gabby, it's time to pray. Do you know that little two-year-old girl put her hands together? I don't know what she said. I couldn't tell. I would need an interpreter. She was speaking and praying in tongues to me. Amen. Listen, but when she got done, she said, amen. Why, listen, how do I know that things like that work? How do I know that God heard that little baby? Because of the books. She knows when they gather up front to pray and to, to anoint someone, you know what she'll do? She'll stretch that little hand out and she'll pray. Michael said sometimes she goes to the altar and she kneels down and she mumbles something at the altar and gets up and says, amen. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. When we come that way, we're praying right. We'll never pray. We'll never worship God except we become humble as these little children. Like my little buddy back there that was over there singing a while ago with everything in her. Listen, I want you to know that's the way we're to do it. Not half-heartedly. Well, here we go again. I mean, sometimes it seems like that's our, our, our method, but do you know the Scripture teaches us different than that? Here's what I know. If you, those that you love, you don't do half-hearted things. Sometimes I question how much we really love God. I didn't say y'all, I said we. Why is that, preacher? Because I know there's sometimes I'm like, we failed to have church. We had a meeting, we had a gathering, 
We went through some motions. But listen, if we're going to gather out here on, on, on Wednesdays and Sunday morning and Sunday night, listen, to worship God, I realize we're here to study. We're here to the Word of God. I realize we're here to hear, hear the testimonies. But unless His name is exalted, our, our job here is in vain. What we've done is in vain because it's all about Him. You know, Everything he did, he did for us. The last thing he created was mankind. If you go back and look at creation, he, that's the very last thing of creation was let us make man. And don't, you don't find anything. There's no more birds. There's no more flowers. Nothing created after that. Listen, brother, that tells me that if he gave me everything that I need to live and to praise him, then I've got no excuse. And I realize sometimes I'm lazy. I didn't say y'all. I said sometimes I'm lazy. Sometimes I sit and I'm quiet when I ought to be up. Why is it? Because this is what the book teaches. We are to enter into his courts with praise and thanksgiving. Here's what I know. When, listen, when we come in here and we praise him and exalt him, and there's a, a fire burning among us, there's an excitement burning among us, people come to see what's going on. Amen. We let the fire go out, everybody goes home. I know none of you folks know who Brother Charles Crum was. He was the pastor of Lundell Free Will Baptist Church before, before I went there to pastor. He pastored it probably for 30 years before I went there. And he said, listen, I'm old. You need to find you some young guy. Matter of fact, he approached me. And he said, I want you to come. He said, sit with me for until next year. And he said, then you can have the church. You know what? That's a pretty good idea, right? <laughs> Amen. Come, it'll be mandatory for a year, right? Then we'll, then, then I'll just walk away. But here's what I know. Charles said, you can get an old number three wash tub and grab an old stick and start beating on that thing and get, go walking down the road. And the time you get down the road, you're going to have a great big following. Why? People want to see what's going on. I'm saying we need to make some noise and Amen. let them know we're still alive. Amen. Lord Beth, I believe it was, was talking about the old folks shouting to that song. Why ain't the new ones shouting to it? Why ain't us young ones shouting to it? We talk about what it means to us. Now, I, I, listen, I realize everybody don't run. Everybody don't holler. Listen, I'm, not, I'm talking about getting them hands in the air and worshiping and praising Amen. the God of heaven because that is why there's a church to praise and exalt the name of Jesus that others may come to him. That's, that's why we have these books. You see, this teaches me how to walk. This teaches me how to talk. This teaches me how to pray. This teaches me how to witness. This teaches me how to live. This teaches me how to die. Everything I need in life, this book teaches me, and I'm thankful for this book. Amen. I realize to some people this book, this specific book is old and outdated and they want a new one. 
Amen. But I'll take the old one. Amen. That's tested and true. If it's not old to nobody else, I listen, I know, I know how good it's been to me. I know what it's brought me through. I know what it's, I, listen, this book corrects me. Amen. Right? Amen. <laughs> this book directs me. How do we know to give to God? This book. It's not because of the bylaws that's handed out by the church, right? When you get ready, take membership or whatever. Matter of fact, there's a lot of churches nowadays that they don't take members. They just have a board and they run things they want to. They just want you to give everything. There you go. <laughs> the members don't have any, uh, no, members, you, no members to have a say so, I guess. Here's what I know. This teaches us that the order of the church. You know how I got ordained? I was charged by this book. Given a charge right out of this book to preach the word, to be instant in season, out of season, to reprove, to rebuke, to exhort with all long suffering. I'm going to tell you, sometimes people's hard put up with, aren't they, Pastor? <laughs> sometimes they make you want to pull their hair out. Sometimes they make you want to pull your hair out. <laughs> That's just a joke I've always did. <laughs> Here's what I know. When I stand before God, it'll be me and him in this book. Amen. And what, what did you do with my book? Right? Yeah. When he started handing out the talents, the talents was out of this book. That's the talents. You see, if God has called you to be a teacher, a preacher, or a pastor, or a singer, or whatever, that's a talent that God has given you. Here's what I know. I'm not to use my talent for worldly things. I have sung one Worldly song, recorded one worldly song. And it was for my wife because it was our song when we were dating. Christians, Christians, hear me today. Stay away from worldly music with the gift that God's given you. Invested in the kingdom. Amen. I'm not trying to pick on anybody in here today. I, listen, what you do out of here again, it is your business. I'm telling you, if you want God to bless you and give you more talents, you've got to use it for Him. Amen? Amen. It, it, listen, if, if I never study, you think God's going to give me a message to preach? You think God's going to have someone lay, lay me on someone's heart to call to come and preach? Or even, have, I'm going to tell you, if God's not wanting I'm preaching, Matt's going to quit even asking me. Because if I'm a hindrance, I don't need to be up here. I don't, if I'm a hindrance, I don't need to be over there. I don't need to be in a classroom teaching if I'm a hindrance. Because this is, this is our measuring stick. Right? There's been a lot of great men that I really looked up to 
that I've respected. You know what? I don't try to be like them. Amen. You know why? <laughs> because I'm called to be like Jesus. Amen. Yeah. So what are you doing with this book? Or these books? Because I love this book. And if you're not spending time in it, your life has fallen apart. Now, don't get me wrong. I realize, I realize sometimes bad things happen to good God's people. Let's just put it that way, not say good people. Let's say God's people. We go through things that, that are not our fault, no product of anything that we've done. Amen. Because we have an adversary of the devil that would like to destroy us, right? Amen. But every situation that I've come up, I've found the answer either in here or right there. Amen. How, do you, how do you know you've got the right answer? Because I'm going to tell you something, that the right answer will bring the right peace. If I've got peace in my, I'm not talking about a peace in my head. I'm talking about a peace in my heart. Amen. There's a difference. The scripture didn't say, let the peace of God rule in your heart. In your head, he said, let the peace of God rule in your heart. And the peace that surpasses all understanding, it rules my heart. Why is it? Because if my heart is not at peace, the wrong thing might come out of my mouth. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. And if I've got a troubled heart, amen, listen, I can be bitter, I can be hateful, I can be spiteful, but I've got a heart of peace. Uh, brother, I can be loved, I can bow my head when I've been done wrong and walk away and say, Lord, you deal with it. Because you're bigger than I am. You see, preacher, have you ever done wrong? Have you ever pastored a church? Now, again... I ain't been perfect. I tried to insinuate that. Amen. And I, I love the folks that I've been privileged to pastor over the years. I love you folks here. I'm thankful for the times that God has allowed us to be together. But how do we stay together? This book. This book. Come on, man. I'm done. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.